Holly G with the Golf Insiders. And we haven't spoken to him for a while, but he has uh, been out on all the tours covering the latest majors. And this week, he's up in beautiful uh, Harbor Shores, Michigan, to cover the senior PGA, Jeff Babineau. On the Golf Insiders today. Hey, Babs. Hey, Holly G. Good to be with you. Same, same. Um, first, I just want to get your thoughts because you were in Tulsa last week for the PGA Championship. We are, you know, moving fast and furious in major season right now. Uh, what were your thoughts on, on JT's big win? Yeah, I mean, I think it was a huge win for JT. Uh, it was a wild Sunday. You know, he probably had a half a dozen players in the mix there that could have poked their head in and, and won that uh, Watermaker Trophy, really. Yeah, it was sort of like um, watching the Kentucky Derby and Rich Strike yeah, coming from really, the back. <laughs> it really was. Um, you know, I felt bad for Mito Pereira. Certainly he controlled that tournament for 71 holes, and it's hard not to finish it off. And, um it just shows you how quickly those things flip, right? I mean, Justin Thomas kind of motoring around on Sunday, but not doing a lot. Then he makes a 65-footer at 11, and Birdie's 12, and he's starting suddenly in this thing. But he still needed help down the stretch. And the, the one thing, the big edge he had was experience. You know, he had won 14 times heading into Sunday and had won a PGA, and it took it a major. And there was four guys around him looking for their first win on tour. So... A uh, huge difference there, and he said it made a big difference down the stretch. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I I saw a quote from him after uh, after the victory, saying that you know he was nervous, so he knew the other guys had to be nervous. Yet he'd been there right. before, and we know, you know, they always talk about you know the pressure of a major, and I think sadly we saw that play out um, with uh, Mito's uh, unfortunate drive on the 18th. Right. And those guys weren't, it wasn't even that they were just chasing their first major, they were chasing their first win or victory. Right. You know, so Matt, even Matt Fitzpatrick, now I'd put him in a little different category. He's won seven times in Europe and played in Ryder Cups, but but still, he, he kind of is trying to get through that barrier to get his first U.S. win. And, um, you know, with the other guys, you know, Cameron Young has played so well, Will Zell Torres has played so well. Uh, they're they're going to get those first wins pretty soon. You know, Cameron Young uh, would have been a neat story. He had, he had Orlando ties. I, mean, I bet you knew his mom. Um, uh, Barb Young was Barb Jones back in the day in Mount Dora running mini tours. Oh, my goodness, and, yes. Yes, right. I met her at Augusta, and, and I put the pieces together. I go, wow, you're Cameron Young's mom. Wow. And uh, Cameron's dad is um, David. Young, who's been a long-time pro at Sleepy Hollow, but he used to play at Orange Tree. I'm sure they met down in Orlando. Cameron used to be at Orange Tree until the Rangers too small to hold it in. Right. So, uh, yeah, so they had some new Orlando ties, and uh, he's trying to get that first win. His dad's a PGA pro. That's kind of the, the dream major for those guys. Sure is. Uh, so there's just there's some, you know, JT left for the trophy, and a lot of other guys left with a lot of heartbreak. Yeah, means means something really special uh, to the players who grew up in the PGA club professional right. family. We certainly know that uh, the interviews with um, Justin's dad, uh, you know, just uh, how 
he has been his only swing coach, and um, those right. those stories really really go deep. Oh, definitely. You know, he's, he, Justin was in a funk on Wednesday. He was out there just really frustrated. He wasn't hitting the ball well. And, you know, his dad, knowing him like he does, his dad kind of pulled him out by saying, let's just hit some shots. Let's let's hit some cuts at this target. Let's hit some hooks, so, you know, draws over to this target. Just kind of got him kind of out of thinking about his swing and thinking about creative, creatively making shots, you know. Um, and, and it really flipped for him. He, he went out and, um, you know, three rounds in the 60s. Um, he had the one bad round, and Bones gave him a good pep talk on Saturday night after he shot 74. He said, hey, you know, you're right in this thing. Don't hang your head about Saturday. You know, think ahead to the opportunity on Sunday. And so, I mean, there's little things that kind of can push a player over the top. Um, Justin Thomas said he left the golf course Saturday night having shot 74 and was in a great frame of mind. So uh, that was due to his caddy. So that was, um, you know, little little important things that really add up in the course of a a long major week. They really do. And and we really sort of get a peek behind the curtain, don't we, Babs? That, you know, these players, what they go through, I mean, they're human beings. Yes, they're super uber competitive athletes. But uh, we know many times these guys will get in front of the mic and say, I'm close, I'm close. And you wonder, right. you know, really? Is that just their own you yeah. know, motivational speech? But what I thought was really interesting about that session Wednesday, um, and it certainly played out with some of the artistry he showed down the stretch. And even he said, you know, I live for those moments to hit the shot like I did, you know, off the tee and then that iron shot into 18. And, you know, that's a brutally tough hole. But I thought it was so interesting. His dad just took out some, you know, alignment sticks and, you know, had him just swing. You know, forget forget the science. Forget the track, man. Just, you know, get get your get your touch. Get your, you know, right. feel, right? Well, get, get out of swing. You, know, you don't play golf swing. You play golf, right? I mean, these guys have been so technical. And Justin said he was thinking about different positions of the swing and things like this. And, and they just kind of need that freedom to put that aside and just go out and play, you know, play with some freedom. And, um, I, yeah, I think Zelatoris plays like that. I love the way um, love him. he played. Uh, he gets a huge knock. You know, he think he ended the week 185th in strokes game putting, but but people need to, to realize that in the big tournaments, he's putted very well. He's putted very well at Augusta. Uh, he putted well enough last week, certainly, to, to get it done. Made some two big putts down the stretch that he said he'll store in the memory bank going forward. And, um, and how about and, the know, shot was, off the cart path? What was that, a number oh, six? Oh, it's amazing. Yeah, there's some, some amazing, you know, we saw a couple of the greatest bogeys we've ever seen last week. So, Absolutely. Um, yeah, it just adds up, and, you know, it's just unbelievable that you can play a week like that and come up like one shot shy of a playoff or, or lose the playoff, as Zalatoris did. And, and then, you know, you... You look up and these guys are off to Colonial and starting it all over again. Yeah, great lessons, especially for uh, for younger younger players. Um, but we we flip the conversation to uh, the older players, Babs, because as I mentioned, you are up north for the Senior PGA Championship at Harbor Shores Resort in Benton Harbor, Michigan, America's summer golf capital up there. So many great golf courses. Tell oh, us yeah. a little bit about Benton Harbor and uh, 
and the the status of uh, the the Champions Tour right now. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, catching a senior PGA here this week. Uh, been here four previous times. Was supposed to be here in 20, but the tournament was canceled with uh, COVID-19. So a lot of these guys are happy to be back. All your past champions are back here. Rocco and Colin Montgomery, even Roger Chapman won the first one here in 12. He's here. Um, and it's a, it was a shootout yesterday. The, the wind laid down and, uh, these guys were able to get out there and make some birdies. It's a second shot golf course. You, you got to play in the right spots in the greens or you have some really funky long putts. Um, but it's fun. You're, you have 39 club professionals here. Uh, you have Paul Claxton, who used to live in the Orlando area. He, uh, he's in Georgia now. He's working at, on, you know, as a club pro and a GM and barely playing any golf. But he went out last uh, yesterday and shot 65, 6 under. Shot out of the lead. Um, Steven Alkers, the new hot name on tour. He two wins, two playoff losses. He's made more in uh, 18 Champions Tour starts than he made in his whole lifetime on the PGA Tour. And, uh, you know, one of those guys who stayed competitive. He played on the Corn Ferry uh, into 50, so he was ready. You know, he got himself fit. Wow. Um, you know, and, and he's just growing in confidence every week, so. Every week he's somewhere near the top of the board, and I was out there yesterday playing alongside Ernie Els and Longer, and, and he's the class of that group. So just shows you how well he's been playing, how confident he is, and you know, he's going to be the guy that everyone's going to chase down this week. That's a great story. That brings new meaning to being a journeyman on tour, right? Yeah, Perhaps? no doubt. Well, he, he played a year where he had 21 starts and missed 21 cuts. So wow. this guy, he's got really had to hang in there at different points in his uh, career to keep things going. Um, and so it's nice to see, you know, something like this pay off. And, and he wants to be out here a long time. And, um, you know, he's, he's just one of those guys, when he comes out, he's ready. Uh, you know, some of these guys hit that late 40s uh, period and, kind of lose the competitive edge and they're not able to compete and play a lot. But uh, he kept sharp and it's really paying off. Well, uh, <clears throat> those of us of a certain age, Babs, <laughs> uh, we, we recognize a lot of these guys that are, that are, we, hit, we that are, that are hitting the Champions Tour. And it's That's right. getting more and more competitive. You've got Steve Stricker out there, Jim Furyk, of course, uh, the mechanic. Uh, Jimenez, there every week. Every yep. week, Retief mm-hmm. Goosen, yep, Ernie. It's it's fun and and uh, it it is super competitive. Uh, the big news was that Stricker had to uh, withdraw from the tournament because he tested positive for COVID. Uh, any update on Stricker? Yeah, I mean, just really unfortunate. He won the Regents Tradition, the first major of the year, a couple weeks ago. Um, you know, he was in Orlando not too long ago. He was caddying for his daughter at one of those uh, mini-tour events. Came through there out of Twin Rivers. And, um, yeah, he was in rough shape for a few weeks. So, or for a few months, I should say. Really, really scary stuff. So it was kind of cool to see him win again a few weeks ago. For those who you may know, have Pierre, missed it, Babs, um, after, shortly after the Ryder Cup last year, right, um, right. Steve came down with a very serious illness, which I don't think they ever – totally diagnosed and was in the hospital. Yeah, he was. He was in the hospital. He was really worn down. He lost a lot of weight. 20 pounds or something? Yeah, at least, yeah. And I think it really took him by surprise. Uh, 
because he's a really fit guy, you know, eats right, things like that. So he, um, it was, it was really his life wake up calls, really. And, and he went through a rough patch, and you know, just when he's starting to get a little momentum and, and getting back out here, he tested for COVID this week and isn't here. Uh, Jim Furyk isn't here. He'd be a good fit on this golf course. He's had a you know, graduation with his son, which happens this time of year. And, right. Um, but, uh, yeah, but there's, a, there's a great field here, and um, it should be a really good shootout. Well, speaking of uh, fighting the good fight, uh, interesting commentary by one of our colleagues this morning, Alex Maselli, and, uh, about, you know, should Tiger keep playing majors if this is how it's going to be? Your thoughts on it, uh, well, perhaps? I'm sitting five feet from Alex all week, so <laughs> I'm giggling as he's typing. I mean, don't forget in this, you know, yeah, it was painful to watch him this weekend. Um, yeah, of course, he played sadly, looked in pain, never admitted to it. He came off and just said he played poorly. Than he was, you know, he withdrew on Sunday, which, you know, he, he hates to do. I think it was a smart move. I don't know if we'll see him at the country club. I, I do expect to see him play at the Open at St. Andrews. But um, you, you got to remember, for all the pain he's in and what he's going through and the challenges he has physically just walking a golf course, he went out and made the cut in the first two majors of the year. And there's a lot of guys who can't say that. Exactly. The world can't say that. So, um yeah, I mean, I, I have no problem. With, I mean, Tiger moves the needle. It was huge that he was there last week. We looked back at the Masters. I mean, he had a Sunday atmosphere on Monday when he was out there playing. So he certainly earned any opportunity he wants to take to play. I, I got, you know, I've always got room for him in my field. I know that. <laughs> Absolutely. And, hey, I was one of them that, that put my credit card down for ESPN Plus so I could watch it Thursday, Friday, <laughs> all day, Babs. That's right. That's what we're talking yeah. about. You should get a cut of that, I think. Um, so a really big event happening this weekend. Uh, that I know you're you're very involved in, and it's near near and dear to your heart, as well as many of us. Patriot Golf Day, which launched in I think it was 2007, uh, and it originally was played over Labor Day, and it's now moved to Memorial Day. Babs, um, fill my listeners in about Patriot Golf Day, how this all came about, and. Uh, it's it's a parent organization, Folds of Honor. Right. So it was kind of neat last week. It was um, really the organization coming full circle because I met Dan Rooney at the PGA Championship in Tulsa in 07. Tiger won. Yeah. And he just had a dream. He had a dream. He had been on a plane that escorted the, to Michigan right here in uh Grand Haven, Michigan, where, where Dan and his dad owned a golf course that now is American Dunes. That's, that's another story for another day, but an unbelievable facility that Jeff Nicholas redid. Um, but these, you know, Dan was on a plane escorting the, the body of Corporal Brock Buckland home from war. He had been killed. His twin brother uh, was taking him home. Um, and Dan saw this guy's little four-year-old son out on the on the side waiting for the casket with his dad in it to be lowered from the plane and he wanted to do something about it so he started the Folds of Honor 
uh, that first year in 07, I think they'd raised a little less than $9,000. This year, the group will pass $200 million. Wow. And uh, it's crazy, yeah, scholarship money, um, you know, scholarships to growing, you know, soon there'll be maybe 45,000 kids when 9,000 scholarships go out the door this fall. So you, know, you go to Patriot Golf Days, you can contribute, you can play around the golf on Memorial Day, and part of the proceeds go to the folds, and uh, it's in partnership with PGA Hope, you know, PGA of America program, helping military veterans teach you in the game of golf. It's a really cool program. It's saving lives. Um, so just a really, really cool endeavor, and um, they just, they're soaring, you know, they just keep, they keep climbing, and um and it's great. I think more and more people the more they learn about it, the more they get involved. It's on uh, PatriotGolfDays.com and, and sign up for a local course and go play some golf and do some good. And, you know, golf in particular has always been about charity, giving back. And right. the industry as a whole now has done embracing many programs to help the military. We, we've got a big one here in in Orlando, Fairways for Warriors. You know, a huge, huge facility that uh, helps vets learn the game and as well as providing other life skills and counseling. And I think it's one thing we all are the proudest of is being part of this, this great game is the giving back component of it, for sure. Babs, how do, how do the local courses participate? Yeah, I think on, on the website, I think the uh, yeah, local courses can sign up. Um, and I think if you go to the website, you can help. It helps you find a course in your area. Um, it's really simple. I mean, he started it with the idea of if you and I go play golf on Memorial Day or over the weekend, or back then it was Labor Day, just adding a dollar to our green fee if you're at a private club, maybe $5. And it's just amazing how it adds up. Well, we appreciate you spending some time with us. Jeff Babineau, check out. All of his coverage on PGA.com. We'll be uh, checking in with you again soon, my friend. Thank you so much. Excellent. We'll see you back in the big city. All right. Cheers.